Need extra income, just need extra funds all the way around. Check out paidforyoursay.com. This is a service that you guys can join to be able to make money for your opinion. What I mean by that, as I said in my previous posts and things like that on my Instagram, you can do surveys from your cell phone, Zoom calls, or even platforms online about your opinion about certain products, places, and things. Check out www.paidforyoursay.com. Use my promo code Tasha175. You will not regret it in this day and age you need that extra income so check out www.paidforyoursay.com use my promo code tasha175 t-o-s-h-i-175 and i'll have the link down below after this podcast hello all welcome back to my podcast it's the real tasha hope all is well (laughs) with that being said guys welcome back so i'm going to talk about something today that like i've really been educating myself and really looking down into the just of everything that's been going on in the world and getting down to the nitty gritty with all the changes and things that w- that's been going on in the world. And I watch a lot of movies and documentaries about things that happened with the market crashing in 08 and 07 and just things of that nature because that really interests me. And I'm not an expert or anything like that. I have stocks. I'm educating myself still since beginning of the pandemic about the stock market. And I think I pretty much know a lot about it to my expertise for myself, not for anyone else. And I'm just looking at the way things are moving and shaking now in the stock market, in the government and things of that nature. And I've said it before and I've said it in the past on my Instagrams and podcasts and things of that nature. And I always do a post on Instagram called Wake Up Wednesday for us to be aware of different things that's going on in the world to open our eyes to the true Hollywood story of what the hell's going on and quit being, you know, birds with our heads in the sand, you know, trying to ignore it when we can really see what's going on. And as I'm jibbering on, let me get to the point. So I watched a movie last night um, called The Big Short. And it was about the stock market crash. And the gist of the movie was like how the governments and the banks pretty much screwed America and a lot of people. They lost their homes, lost their jobs, went under unemployment and so much more. And that was in 08. Now, history always repeats itself. And it just really stuck with me how bad these banks and the government screw middle class and poor people, as they always do. They'll throw you a bone with a little pee, a little check, and uh, you know, here's a government check to help you out. But they're gonna always get their money back in taxes and so much more. Oh, we're doing this. We're doing tax cuts. We're doing breaks and different things like that. We're gonna give you back ten thousand dollars in student loans when your student loan is over a hundred some odd thousand dollars. I digress. But if you guys notice, they're cracking down on these PPP loan people who got the loans. And, you know, when that came out, when they were giving all these loans for small businesses, I freaking knew it. The writing was on the wall. I said, they're finna get these people. They're making it too easy to get this money. People made a business out of getting the loans for other people, creating LLCs for people and getting the PPP loans from them. They took a certain cut. I know some personally that did it. I know people that got the PPP loan. As I'm talking on this podcast, Everyone that's listening, you know somebody who got a PPP loan, a business, a non-business, or whatever the case may be. And I just sat back on social media and watched. I have a business. I have a legit business, two of them, actually. And I never wanted to apply for it because at the time, I didn't need it. I felt that it was for the mom, Paul business, the ones that really needed, but people did take advantage. Now, with that being said, 
at the time that they were offering these services, it was a rough time. We were all going through the pandemic. You didn't know what jobs are going to do. Unemployment, you were getting enough money in unemployment. I mean, most people were making more money during the week than they ever had at a job clock, clocking in for 10 to 12 hours. But they wanted more and they made it too easy for them. And I say they, I said the government. People never had a business. They were getting $20,000, $40,000 or more loans for a lawn care business. They don't even cut grass, don't even own a lawn more. Why? Because they created LLC. Hairstylists don't even do hair, probably can't even slick their edges up like a hairstylist can. But they created a hairstyling business and got a PPP loan off of that. Uh, boutiques and so much more. Just they, they just had to create an LLC in that state. Apply the right paperwork, bada boom, bada bing, they got 20,000, 10,000, 8,000, 40,000, 50, and even more. Well, it's going to come back and bite them in the ass. And the governments, personally, I feel, set that up that way. They knew that they could set it up to where people will be able to easily get this money and put it back into the economy. And that's what we did. Well, not me, but how people did. What did they do? They got their money. I, I I know some. I sit on social media. They in Miami. They in Atlanta. They in New York. They live in their best life. I'm a boss bitch. I'm a this. I'm self-made. No, the fuck you're not. Because I know the true Hollywood story. But they on social media fronting and stunting in front of folks. Living on Section 8. Got food stamps. Living in an apartment. But you ain't on yachts. Why you didn't invest in the land? Why didn't you invest in a home? Things of that nature. But to each his own, because what happens? My grandmother used to say, only fools get money. And, you know, it's the fools get money very easily. And that's what they did. People were able to get these loans and didn't do what they needed to do. Now, don't get me wrong. Some did. Some did create a business and made it legit and, and funneling in money now and able to submit the right paperwork so they don't get flagged. But those of you guys who on social media showing money, PPP and even people went and created YouTube channels on how to get this money, how to scan the system. It's, it, I mean, oh, my God, it was just like, why would you do this? Now it's on video in black and white. The government has enough cases against you to file charges. But it's a funnel system. And what I mean by a funnel system. When they arrest these people for PPP fraud and get charges, you can never get any kind of government assistance anymore, any kind of government programs. You're you're pretty much that social security number, your name, tarnishing the system. And you have to pay that money back with interest or do prison time. And with that being said, everybody talking about, oh, I'm not going to be a slave to the system. The man ain't going to owe me. The man, the man, the man. You allowed the man to funnel you this, dangle this fish over your head, dangle this little money over you for you to grab it to set you up. And what I mean by funnel system, PPP loan goes into the prison system, goes into free labor and on and on and on. That's what I mean by the funnel system. Now, this might be a little bit too deep for a lot of you people, but just pay attention and do your research as well. People are going to go to prison for these PPP loans and they're going to go to federal prison. State prison and federal prison does, is a little different. Never been myself, but I have family members that have been and friends that have been and people that I know. Also have fam family members and friends who actually work in the system. I actually worked in the criminal justice system for years in the 90s. So with that being said, a lot of federal prisons do free labor. You know, you look at the movie Life Older out there, the chain gangs and everything like that. No, 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 no. Let me fill you in on little things. 
you know, sometimes we call customer service for Ikea and things of that nature or Wendy's or we got a complaint or Sprint or our cell phone and our credit card and all of that kind of stuff. A lot of those are inmates in a federal facility. <laughs> Is this shocking to you or not? Federal facilities get contracts with big companies to get free labor from the inmates to be able to do these calls. Why do you think a lot of these inmates come out and know a lot about the system and there's so much credit card fraud and things of that nature? They funnel it to the outside, the credit card information to the outside people to do the fraud out here. And what happens? They get caught and they come into the system. But that's a whole nother story in itself. The prison system sets up free labor and some county jails do that, too. They have some county jails have customer service reps. You can do a county job. Now, like I said, every prison and jail is different in state and federal is totally different. But if you guys look at the things, oh, you in jail, I'm working, I'm a trustee and everything else. But you're still working for free for pennies on the dollar. And you're going to prison for PPP fraud, correct? You go to prison, you're going to be for the man. And if you're going to federal prison, so you might get arrested in the state of Texas, get charges, they might send you to the state of Utah to do federal time down there or up there. And with that being said, a lot of times when you're doing federal time, you're not in the state that you got your charges and they can move you anywhere. And these prison systems are usually owned by private citizens, private millionaires, and they funnel the money to the politicians to Hey, we need you to crack down on crime. Why? So we can get more people into our prisons. Prison, you know, they say, oh, prison reform, all this other stuff. No, 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 no. We're getting ready to do mass incarceration again, as they did in the 80s and 90s and the 70s. Just look at me. Stay with me for a minute. A lot of times our politicians are all in on this. If you don't know, a lot of these prisons are privately owned and they get state funding or federal funding. Look into it. Educate yourself. And these big people that own these prisons, they funnel money to the politicians to keep their campaign going and keep money coming into the, their campaigns and their business. How do you think a lot of these um, politicians are able to stay afloat? And so they make deals, backdoor deals with these politicians about crime and drugs and everything else to keep these people incarcerated, to keep their prisons full. Why? Because they can get them in the workforce for free or pennies on the dollar. Guys, a lot of these states took a lot of that um, unemployment, extra money from the unemployment. They cut it off in last summer, earlier than some states. Why? And they're using that money to build prisons because they know what's getting ready to come. We as American citizens are just blind to it. This is another way that the government is going to be able to get back that money they funneled out for those PPP loans. Now, let me just fill you in a little bit of what the prisons do. A lot of prisons make a lot of goods and services that we use. Let me let me just give you a, a list of it. So what are they making a lot of federal prisons? They don't just make chain games. They don't just make caskets. They make Christmas toys, Ikea furniture, military equipment, high-end cheese for the elite and the rich. You know that high-end cheese, they like to eat at their fancy parties and holidays. Lingerie. Um, some of you are working at McDonald's. A lot of inmates make your McDonald's uniforms cups and supplies for there, books for the braille, baseball caps. They even make jeans, which we kind of knew that. In a lot of states, these prisoners tame and train wild horses. They train and tame them for what? The races for gambling purposes, Kentucky derbies and so much more. They also have call center. 
in these prisons. They make park benches and playground items for our children to play with. A lot of that, y'all think is factories, and there is, but a lot of inmates from federal prison work in those factories and those places to make those items or the prisons actually own it. They make Starbucks packaging and circuit boards and some car parts. Let that sit in for a minute. That's just to name a few. So there was a case, guys, that a prison sued a state because they didn't have enough inmates. They made a backdoor deal. They made a deal. It wasn't even backdoor because they filed a lawsuit. We need to keep our prisons full. And the state didn't comply with all the crime and keep the people going and funneling in their prisons because why prisons make money off of the inmates. We all know that a lot of counties and states get so much money for each meal that an inmate meets. The state gives them money for the inmates. They might give them $2.35 per inmate for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Okay. That's a rough estimate. So every state is different. Those wardens keep that money and have local restaurants or get potatoes and gardeners and and these big fields of gardens to give the food and the inmates cook it. They're pocketing that money. You got to think, oh, $2.35 an inmate is not bad. Yeah, for three meals a day, that's about $7 an inmate. You got 203,000 people. Let's do the math. That's good money. That warden in them in the state, the person that owns the prison gets to keep when they're getting donations from other places of food for the inmates. Think about it. Now, you have to think about this. You're getting all these inmates to do free labor. And when I say free, I mean a lot of these prisons only pay their people 32 cents to 60 cents per dollar made. There was one lady who did it. Read a, I read an article on a lady. She said for her one year in prison and she worked at a call center, she only made $450 that year. $450 that year. Oh my gosh, I make $450 off of one survey for pay for your say for an hour of my time, but she made $450 a year. Let that sit. Now, remind you, people, yeah, I'm working so I can have money in prison. They might not have family that can give them money and things of that nature. But remember this, if you're in federal prison, any money you make goes towards that restitution and fine from that PPP loan. You don't see that money. So you over here taking calls and building IKEA furniture and making Braille books and McDonald's uniforms and so much more. You're pretty much doing it for free because it goes back to your fine and restitutions. And 50 cents, 60 cents, 32 cents, that ain't much. But to an inmate, you think it is, but you don't even see it because you got this big old PPP loan when you was living your best life years prior that you have to pay back. Modern day slavery. You're in there doing the work. Now, they're trying to justify this and say, we're doing this to help these inmates rehabilitate and be able to function in society and get jobs. Now, let me back that up a little bit. What happens when inmates get out? They can't get a job because they're a convicted felon and fresh out of prison. No call center, no company is going to hire them because of their criminal background. So make it make sense. The math ain't mathing. It's free labor. It's modern day slavery. And people are falling for it because they dangled that fish all at the beginning for the PPP loan. You lived your best life, but they're going to always get their money at the end. As they always say, you might not pay in the front end, but you will pay in the back end. You're going to always end up paying. So 
think about it. And you guys are, oh, she's probably making this up. Let me tell you, it was on The Guardian. It's on the news. It's all over. Google this. And there's so many articles about this because they're starting to crack down on the PPP loans. And so now people are starting to speak out. Ask somebody that ever went to federal prison. They'll tell you the true Hollywood story, what jobs they offer them in there. So is the PPP loan worth it? Was it not worth it? Is it worth it? So let me tell you a company that actually, you can Google this company and it's called Unicor, U-N-I-C-O-R-E. And they gross $11 billion a year in free labor. And they specialize in all these different companies, Wendy's, Walmart, Sprint, Verizon, Vitality Investments, JCPenney's, Avis, American Airlines. They use all their inmates to do the work for them in the paperwork in the offices and the um, customer service. These are companies that we we as American citizens, we pay taxes, pay outrageous airline tickets, go in Walmart every day, Sprint. So when we're doing our live chats on uh, Walmart or talking to somebody on customer service, a lot of times we're discussing inmates about our personal information and about our credit card information. Just let that stick with you. In 2017, Unicorn had a net sale of $500 million that they made. Now, that was in 2017, but now they're $11 billion a year in free labor. And Unicorn makes a lot of print press, warehouse, design, data entry, contact center. They even do logistics. Inmates can can accumulate four cents on every dollar they produce. Four cents. And this company's done made $11 billion a year. Free labor, modern day slavery. And they, when they get out, the inmates can't even get a job doing the work they were doing in prison. There again, it all funneled from when you got that PPP loan and look what you got to look forward to. The man is really sticking it to us now. That's just one company. The other company that's also, that's info, it's called Pentis. They make and create, they made and create $11 billion in annual revenue last year. They pay you 13 cents or 52 cents per hour. But there again, you can make that money. But if you owe that PPP loan, they finna get it all back. Not including when you get out, you still got to pay all your restitution and fines. And you can never file anytime you ever file taxes or any kind of thing. Can't get no uh, first time home buyer loan government. Can't get no food stamps. Can't get no kind of public assistance. Can't go into public housing government. Just remember that. A lot of these states that also do this free labor and work with a lot of these known companies, Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Mississippi, South Carolina, and Texas, just to name a few. They claim they're doing it there again to make people have great skills when they get out. But we all know you can't find a job when you get out. And we all know that the PPP loan really originated from the taxpayer's money. That's lower class, middle class people. We pay taxes. And it set it up for mass incarceration, all for the funnel system. We work hard for taxes. We get our little refund. Some of us who fall into a certain tax bracket, you're getting your money back, but you're also getting taxed and fined on that. Uncle Sam going to always get his and give it back to the government. It's all going to circle back around. And now that you got PPP loans, they're going to get that free labor plus your money, plus any kind of credit. And you're never going to be able to get any kind of program assistance ever again. And you're working for free modern day slavery. The crime opportunities came and bited 
a lot of people in their ass. And this is the way that the PPP loans and the government has set up mass incarceration again. Don't believe me? Look at the news, U.S. news. Look on The Guardian. All of this is right there in fine print. Do your research and you'll see what I'm talking about. So with that being said, guys, good luck. If you got the PPP loan, wish you all the best. And with that being said, guys, check out all my latest podcasts. I love to hear your comments below about all this information. Check me out on Instagram. I drop a lot of good gems. And there again, guys, thank you so much for supporting my podcast. And as I always say, live the realest life ever. Talk to you later.